You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hello, hello everyone. This is Connie and welcome back to Awaken Radio. I missed you guys. It's been a month or so since I was last on here, but I'm so thrilled to be bringing you season two of this show. Uh, I have some incredible women and guests that I'm going to be speaking with over this season and it's going to be really special. I just feel like everything just keeps going to the next level and I really hope to bring a whole other level of guidance and inspiration and wisdom to you through this platform in season two. So thank you for all of your support. It's been amazing to hear your feedback on season one. Um, and so many of you say you just listen to the episodes over and over and just really absorb all of the information and guidance that comes through that. So I'm just so thrilled it serves as such a powerful resource for you because it's something that I love. I absolutely love being on here. So I love that I get to do what I love and that you guys love it back in return. That's awesome. So I've got a really beautiful and powerful episode for you today. I'm talking with um, a phenomenal woman, a woman who is a real shining light in this in this area of work, of teaching spirituality, of teaching, you know, self-awareness and, and going on our own personal growth journey. Um, and she's, a, she's doing amazing work in the world and, and teaching a really powerful message. And that woman I'm going to be chatting to is Tara Bliss. And I'm going to introduce her, tell you a little bit about her for those of you who may not be familiar with her work. She is a spirit-fueled mentor, writer, and inspirational speaker. She is also the creator of the Party Girl's Guide to Peace and co-wrote Spirited, Soulful Lessons on Clarity, Connection, and Coming Home to You. And the Spirited 2014 Companion, Solutions to What is Holding You Back. Her mission, to kickstart an confidence and love all with a side serve of swagger think of her as your crystal or dessert loving lumiere unveiling the path to peace and freedom her original medicine fierce and curious vulnerability it's time to embrace self-love seize adventure and revel in unconventionality pretty cool huh so you guys are going to love the conversation that i'm having with tara today we're going to be talking about about this energy of judgment, you know, that so many of us get into and really uh, having a conversation about how to move beyond that, how to release that. And I know it's a concept and a topic that Tara is really keen to dive into. So I'm going to bring her on the line and we can get started on our conversation. Are you there, Tara? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. This is pretty groovy. How's it going? Hi. I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Yeah, really good, really good. I'm so excited about this. I'm so stoked that you want to chew into this topic. I'm actually like shaking with excitement right now. Yay! <laughs> well, I'm so thrilled you're here. Thank you so much for joining me to, to talk about this today. Thank you. So when I was thinking about where I wanted to start with the conversation, because I think you can feel, and I feel as well, this is such a multi-leveled topic, and I feel like there's so many different facets to it. But I, I wanted to start off just even shining a bit of a spotlight on this energy of judgment because I feel like it plays out for people perhaps quite unconsciously. People may not even realize sometimes 
how much they're in the space of judgment or seeing themselves or their world through the energy of judgment. And so just to get clear on that initially, I'd love to hear from you on your own experiences of, of what being in the space of judgment, when you can feel that you're in that space, what that feels or look like looks like to you and and how you kind of know you're in that space. Because obviously you've done your own work around self-awareness to get pretty clear on where this plays out for you. So could you yeah. give us a little overview of that for you? Ah, oh, totally. Well, I think there's two sides of the story here. It's how judgment used to unfold and feel to me, let's say, um, you know, bef- before my awareness that I am not my judgment. We might be able to put it that way. So before when I used to be completely identified with it and, and how it plays out these days. And it's really opposite ends of the spectrum. I mean, before it was very, uh, what are some words that come to mind here? Like, lethargy, just complete helplessness, um, feeling as though I was an ant and everyone around me was this huge mountain, all the other way around. I'm the mountain. I'm looking down at all these minions. Like, I'm so much better than you. Like, this really, like, uh, bipolar experience of who I, who I think I am in the world. Um, with that comes a lot of... It just kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And I think... For a lot of us, and certainly for myself back then, we get ourselves in a situation where we can't even see through the judgment. A, we don't even know half the time that we are being judgmental because we just plain think that we're being right. <laughs> um, you know. So, but when we know we are, but when we know we are jud- judging people, it can really swallow us up, and it can have this really bitter, abrasive uh, feeling of conflict in the body. Um, these days, what I'm really excited to talk to you about today is that judgment is so helpful and judgment in its own way is very beautiful if we can garner enough humility and compassion. And also I'm going to put in here a sense of humor to say that if I am judging, I'm just judging myself. And yeah, that can be pretty confronting, but it can also be super liberating and I get really juiced up on it. I really mm. do. I you have to come into it with a sense of humor. Otherwise, you could find yourself, you know, in the fetal position crying, going, oh, my God, I've got so many problems. But, yeah. you know, judgment is really a gift. And I truly believe that we only we only learn about ourselves. Well, I won't say only. I believe there's a lot we can learn about ourselves in our own space, in our own practice, in our own intention. But we learn so much about who we are by the way that we interact with others in the world around us. And um, mm-hmm. if, we're, if we're judging others, then what a huge teacher and what an amazing catalyst for change in our life. And I think that's a healthy, inspirational way to kind of approach it for sure. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you've dropped that in and I'm sure we'll probably dive into that a little bit deeper um, as we move through. But because I see this so much in my clients, it happens in myself and I'm sure you see it in people you work with as well. It's like we judge ourselves to being in judgment. It's like I notice, you know, that I'm being judgmental here or whatever and then that gives me another reason to just beat up on myself even more. And so I love what you just dropped in there about 
you know, having the gratitude and the appreciation for once we have the awareness that we're in the space of judgment, it's like, oh, cool. Well, first of all, I'm empowered now because I can see that I'm doing that. And second of all, it's kind of like, what can I learn from this? Is that how you approach it? Is kind of that curiosity to be like, right, what can I learn about myself here? Or or what can I see about myself because of, of what's happening? Yeah, I love that. The curiosity, that's the thing. I, I really see judgment as a whole planet of play. It's like, uh, it's. I think of Play-Doh. I think of getting my hands into something and going, is, is this really a part of me? Like, if I'm judging that person over there because I think she's a bitch, wow, I must be a bitch somewhere. Okay, where where is this in me? Like, okay, just let me see it. I don't want to hide anymore. Who wants to hide from themselves? Like, I want to know who I am and... Um, you, you brought up a really good point about uh, judging ourselves for being in judgment and one thing that I really want anyone that's listening to know is that there's nothing to be ashamed of if you catch yourself in judgment. If anything, it's like celebrate, pat yourself on the back, go, aha, I see this now. Before I was identified and before this judgment used to scoop me up and suck me into a vortex, but now I've caught it. It hasn't caught me, I've caught it. And that that deserves a little bit of recognition. It's nothing to be ashamed of. We're all we're all playing this game. We're all learning. We're all judging. And the more we judge and be aware of that judgment, that's the release. Because we don't yeah. want to be judging. We don't want to be judging ourselves. I think that's the awareness is in the release for sure. Yeah. And let's just dive into what you mentioned. Um, before about understanding that when we're judging another you know that's mm-hmm. showing us where we've also got a judgment on ourselves and I feel like that's a concept like I really grasped that but I think for some people it's kind of like what like how what do you mean so so mm-hmm. like I kind of see it as being like people in my lives are like a mirror reflection of me and they mirror back aspects of myself to me that maybe I'm not consciously aware of or maybe I can't see so when I notice yeah. my something playing out with someone, um, I can sort of see myself being mirrored back. And and yeah. when we've got that judgment around someone else, um, you know, we can kind of, we're seeing something perhaps in them that we're judging as bad, but it's like a part of ourselves that we've disowned, that we don't like, and, and that's why we're being triggered by it in someone else. So, so yeah. is, is that how you approach it? How else do you kind of you know, really wrap your head around this concept of understanding that what you're judging in others is a reflection of what you're judging in yourself. Awesome. Cool. I love this. And I, you know, some people, people have certain types of religions that they follow and spirituality and stuff like that. Like I consider myself a disciple of the work of Debbie Ford, who chats a lot about the shadow and her teachings have been so, they've impacted my life like no other teaching that I've ever encountered. And one of the main takeaways that I've learned from her is simply if something has triggered you, it is a projection. And and we can go into that definitely, but there's a real difference between observing someone and seeing someone, let's just say someone's acting irrationally or um, in a way that, that doesn't resonate with you at all. There's a difference between observing that and going, okay, I'm seeing this happen. I'm just taking it in as information versus B, who do they think they are? They should be ashamed of themselves and that's being triggered. So 
my understanding of it and how I digest this moment to moment is if I'm triggered by anything, it means that I am seeing something in someone else, exactly like you said, that I'm not owning. And that, that's why it's called a shadow and it's because we can't see it and we can't identify with it and we, we don't feel as though it belongs to us, especially when we're on a spiritual yeah. journey. A lot of us will say things like, oh yeah, no, that's not me anymore. I've left that behind and um, I don't, that's not a part of me. And I would challenge that and say, that's always going to be a part of you and it's nothing to be ashamed of mm-hmm. because, you know, when we can acknowledge that, yeah, I have the capacity to be selfish sometimes. I certainly don't want to be acting out in selfish ways, but it's in me. And I have the capacity to get really angry if the moment calls me then that's quite a beautiful thing because we're owning that part of us rather than allowing it to swallow us up in, in a moment of backfire one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, and, you know, just, sorry, babe, go ahead. No, no, you go, honey, keep, 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 keep talking. Cool. I, one of the examples that I love, I was thinking about this the other day and because with the Party Girls Guide to Peace, we often talk about, you know, addictive tendencies and how the shadow aspect of ourselves can often come out into huge benders and one night stands and all this behavior that no longer resonates with the life that we want to live and all this type of thing. And it just made me think of Alcoholics Anonymous and how you could have someone who's been sober for decades. And the first thing they do is they'll stand up and say, my name is Tara and I'm an alcoholic. And I love that. It's their owning that it's always going to be a part of them. And the more that they acknowledge that, um, the more that it's not going to own them. So that's how I think about judgment and um, projections and mirror work. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really just a lot of humility and patience. Yeah, and going back to what you you started with about reaction, right, because I love that because this is a huge part of what I work on in myself yeah. and with my clients as well is is owning our reactions and, and as you were saying, being grateful for when we notice we're in judgment, but being grateful when we notice we're having a reaction. We're like, okay, this is my stuff. My, my button's being pushed here. And, mm. and what I think judgment does, I think the trick that judgment gets us into is we go into blame and attack and we point the finger and we're like, I'm right, you're wrong, you've made me feel this way and I don't like you and you're a bitch or whatever else comes out and <laughs> F you and get out of my life. And so there's all this judgment on that person for doing something wrong because we've been made to feel uncomfortable, right? And and yeah. what you're sharing is like let's own our reaction and recognize our reaction is probably actually quite irrelevant to that person. It's it's mm-hmm. our own stuff coming up, and when we can own that, and and the word that comes through for me is acceptance because that's really the opposite of judgment. And so yeah. I feel as you've been saying, it's kind of like accepting all parts of ourselves not just um you know the stuff that we label or judge as being a good part of ourselves and i feel that's what heals judgment and it sounds like that's what you've experienced as well it's like when you when you recognize that part of yourself that's being triggered is complete acceptance of that it lets the other person off the hook and it allows you to actually heal and resolve that discord within you ah that's so good. And that's, you know, that's at the crux of it. It's a mm. holy crap, I actually don't need to change or improve. You know, and I'm a big believer we mm. don't need to collect 
We don't need to collect things. We don't need to reach out for things. If anything, we've just got to shed a few layers and let a few beliefs go and maybe drop some types some type of behavior but we don't need to reach and achieve to be a better person and certainly I mean when Rach and I wrote um, those spirited books the whole message is about homecoming and wholeness and you know living a spirited life is not about looking up at your vision board and seeing the words joy happiness peace fulfillment and going yes that is who I am I believe that is playing games with yourself mm -hmm. I think we look at those words and we go, they're important to me. I want to feel that way. Let's go, life. Let's bring this on. But it's also acknowledging that if I am capable of incredible joy, then I am capable of incredible bitterness. And if I'm going to feel bitter, then the best thing I can do is open my arms and say, let me bloody feel this because I'm tired of chasing my tail here. Mm. That's, you know, really feeling the whole scope of human emotion and exactly what you said owning that reaction I and that's why I like to talk about bringing a sense of humor into it yeah. if someone cuts me off in the traffic and I get pissed off at that I find myself laughing out loud going I've probably cut people off in traffic before like why am I closing my heart for this like this yeah. is just silly and funny and that's a cool way that we can make this light instead of heavy because I never want anyone to feel as though they have to turn around and go, I'm doing all this judgment. I've got so much healing to do. I've just, oh, I've got so much personal work to do. No, you mm. don't. It's a moment, it's a moment to moment thing from this phone call. Mm. Just watch your judgment. Laugh at them. Laugh and release. It's mm. <laughs> Yeah, and I love that it, it just totally um, takes our attention off other people as well because you were mentioning at the start about this kind of, um, you either build yourself up, you were talking about the mountain and the ant, or, or you become the ant. You become the small thing and someone else becomes the mountain. It's kind of yeah. judgment by the constantly building you up by like making yourself better than someone else or tearing you down and beating up on yourself and, and saying someone else is so amazing. And how much does this play out through comparison, you know, these days, whether it's online and all the work mm -hmm. that we do or just in day-to-day -day experiences. Yeah. And so I feel like that ability to kind of level out a bit and realize that that not only am I all the good stuff and all bad stuff, but the other person is as well. First of mm -hmm. all, we just we don't have to you know be labeling them as anything great because if we build them up on a pedestal, at some point we're going to tear them down because we've always got to be coming back into balance and we do the same with ourselves. So if we yeah. can realize that it's it's like I believe the essence of it is unconditional love. It's like let's just let's just let everyone and everything just be as it is whether at that moment it's in an icky feeling space or a great feeling space <laughs> totally babe yeah my favorite one of my favorite mantras is i see you mm, I wow see you. you know that's, from, I just um, that's from, the same. <laughs> yeah did you get that from avatar or did you get that somewhere else oh maybe by did osmosis you know avatar <laughs> yeah no, I don't, but I got goosebumps. Um, okay. And I, it's one of my favorite, it's one of my favorite movies. Um, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe I absorbed that by osmosis or something. <laughs> but it <laughs> but yeah, I it. love it. Yeah. I see you. You know, it's the same thing like when, uh, this is the beautiful thing about self-awareness and this is a little bit off topic, but particularly as women as well, when we, when we become really aware of, our cycles and our energies and when we really start to honor that 
is that when I see one of my girlfriends and she's having a pretty shitty day and there's a part of us that knows I don't even have to say anything here. She's just going through her stuff, you know. I don't have to say, no, don't don't be going through a hard time because to me you're this bright, amazing person. It's like, I see you. I see what you're going through. I'm here. Um, we can stop putting Band-Aids on everything and just allow each other to feel. We need to just kind of just travel, you know, travel down from the head to the heart a little bit more. The more we can feel that judgment rather than go on this journey of, of the mind and the story that's attached to it because, you know, that just is doomsville. Um, yeah, the more that we can feel our judgment with our body and resonate with that person and be like, yep, I've been there. I'll probably be there in the future. We're really not that different. Yeah, I think that's amazing. Mm. And even when I heard you say that, for example, what you would say to someone that I see you and also like, you know, I feel you and I let you have your space to be you, like what the feeling that came to me was how healing for you, Tara, as a person to be able to be in that space with someone else because you are in such a space of acceptance and love in yourself in that moment. So yes, you're showing up and supporting that other person by just letting them be themselves, but you I mean, what a beautiful, open-hearted, loving space you've dropped into in order to be that for her. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think we um, allow each other as human beings. I don't think we allow each other to be silent enough mm. in in the space of each other. Um, I just feel like we try and fill up the space with words and stories and what whatever. And sometimes, yeah, exactly, the most supportive thing we can do is just open our heart in the presence of someone and allow them to rock on in their own fine way. And they very well might be in pain and they might be completely overjoyed. But uh, the, the hugest gift, and you know this, babe, is just giving someone your undivided presence. Mm -hmm. That heals. That can heal anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so beautiful. Um, I, I was curious just to switch focus a little bit and I wanted to take the conversation of judgment onto like events and circumstances in our world right because we've been talking a lot about you know our relationships with others which I think is huge because it's a massive way that judge plays out but if we were to look at you know judgment in terms of something happens in your life or um, you know you get a you get a flat tire, your car breaks down, or you know you get a massive bill in the mail, or you launch a product to sell and it doesn't sell, or your boyfriend breaks up with you, or you know all these external events that can happen, right? And I feel like so many of us are in a space of judgment about that. So mm -hmm. we're constantly labeling and judging and um, making meanings out of things that come into our world. It's either a positive experience or a negative experience. And based on how we judge it, we have an internal reaction. So it goes back to our reaction again. But I'm, yeah. I'm curious what your experience has been of approaching, you know, these events that are always going to crop up in our world that yeah. sometimes trigger us and that we place a judgment on and how, what your journey has been to work through things like that. Oh, okay. Let me give you an example. Oh, just last week, I was on my knees in tears, pissed off at the universe. <laughs> what is this all about? What, like, what is going on here? And I won't go into the details, but me and my husband had a massive misunderstanding. We weren't hearing each other. There was just no... I was trying to be patient. 
And of course, the more I try to be patient, the more I'm placing expectation on him to uh, respond to my patience in a certain way, which is a judgment. <laughs> mm. um, and yeah, there's a few things I want to say. I, like I, I was angry at my life and I, no, I wasn't angry at my life. I was angry at whatever was up there because I know that everything happens for a reason. <laughs> and I was like, but why? <laughs> but why now? We, you know, we've been, we've been working hard on this. Why now? Um, and it kind of circles back. That judgment and that, oh, these kind of abrasive feelings, which again, I mean, the only reason it hurts me is because I'm believing the story in my mind. Yes. Which is always, which is always where the pain is going to come from. So, and this is honest to God, I'm so glad you asked me this because I'm getting a lot of clarity about this right now. But mm. I kept trying, and this is it's so difficult in those moments when you're in it. Mm. But it's like I kept seeing this visual thing. Let's just say there's um, a tennis ball and there's a tennis ball in my mind. And when it's up there, I'm just going crazy I'm so angry I'm just I'm howling mm. and then I keep trying to drop that tennis ball back into my heart and when it drops back down there I'm really like it's emotional I'm still crying but I'm just I'm feeling what's going on in my heart and I'm keeping my awareness there because I know that the story is so dangerous yeah so with that comes a lot of emotion a lot of tears um but then something beautiful happens and it's as though you can literally feel it lift. Yeah. And and in that moment when it lifts, I kind of find myself looking at the sky going, okay, so that was all for that. <laughs> this whole thing yeah. for me to feel that lift. I got it now. Thanks. Fist pump, high five, word. Word to your mother. I got it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there's other times where, I mean, just a few days ago, I had a little car crash and... I laughed. I actually could, I could totally see the situation for, for everything that it really was and no mm. disrespect to anyone that's been in a car crash and that has been hurt or, or anything like that. But my experience was, wow, I really, I really can see this. You know, I had made a commitment earlier that day. I'm going to keep my heart open. I'm going to let negative experiences flow through me. And, and that afternoon I had a little prang. And I don't know, I, I just had that awareness to giggle about it and to go, I got, I got the message and I'm keeping my heart open. Thank you very much. Mm. So that's two opposite sides of the spectrum, I guess. Wow. One full and one that's like, oh, I got, I got sucked up into that. But they both have a happy ending and that's, that's the awareness. But, you know, um, so much has jumped out at me about what you were saying then because I feel... In those types of experiences, when we're in a space of judgment, right, we have the event happen, we're in the space of judgment. As you said, we're caught up in the story. We believe that all of this stuff that's kind of going on is real. We're putting a lot of power in it, you know, all these circumstances and situations. So we're having these really, really strong reactions. And I believe in that space, our heart is completely closed. We are shut yes. off from love. We're shut off from our truth. We are completely disconnected from the truth of who we are and we're caught up in the little human drama of being this like mini thing in this game just being attacked by the world you know and and no yeah. judgment there whatsoever right because this is part of the human experience like this is yeah. what we're here for but but in that moment we have to recognize how disconnected we've we've got you know 
and gosh, this, ha- this happens to me all the time as well. And, yeah. and even just to share an example for me, I've been going through a relationship breakup over the past few months and there must be something in the planet because I was having uncontrollable rage coming up for me over the past <laughs> couple of weeks. And, you know, I let myself for a little while have my huge reaction and I needed to process it. But when I stopped and I dropped into my heart, so I got out of the story of what he had done, what he had said, etc. And I came into my heart and I, and I just opened and I, I practiced accepting that this is just who he is and what he's doing and I accepted what I was feeling. And then I just let kind of love come in and I remembered, you know, this is all happening however it's meant to happen. There is a lesson in here for me and I'm grateful for that and I'm just going to send him love because if I'm attacking him, I'm attacking myself, you know, and, and so I, I brought that in. And I think your examples were really reflective of that as well, that it's it's just opening our heart in those situations, hey? Yeah, yeah, and just oh, 100%. And even when you said, I, I accept him, that moment when you decide that or when you return to yeah. that, it's like that's, Oh, that's self-acceptance as well. Just like you said, if I attack him, I attack myself. It Sometimes it's really beautiful to have that affirmative moment of I I know that I accept myself in this moment and it's because I accept the other person. And a lot, it, well, I would say all of, the, all of the time we kind of need, there needs to be that yo-yo and that needs to be that check-in. Do I, am I accepting of that other party? Because if I'm not, something's in this for me. If I am, hallelujah, I'm free of this. All right, moving on. Yeah. And do you see those experiences, for example, what was happening in your relationship or with your car as teachers for you? Yeah. So, oh my gosh, so much. A big thing for me has been, I think when you're working with judgment, you also um, are simultaneously, perhaps without even being conscious of it, you're really dipping into a whole new level of forgiveness as well. And not only forgiveness, but the ability to apologize and to reveal yourself first. Again, that's that real opening your heart, that vulnerability. You know, when I have that moment where I can sink back into my heart, feel what I'm feeling, release it, I can cultivate so much courage to look my husband in the eye and say, I'm incredibly sorry for being so irrational. I love you. Yeah. And that's hard. Well, it's not. That's the thing. The mind says it's hard, but you do it. You do it and you're like... It's hard for the ego. (laughs) It's so hard for the ego. Glenn and I had this conversation the other day. Oh, it was so beautiful. And we actually were talking about the shadow and he looked into my eyes and said, you know, I, I can be quite addictive. And I looked at his eyes and said, I am selfish. And we had this really... Oh, I just almost have tears thinking about it. And, you know, we had that moment where I was like, these are the types of conversations that will hopefully have us drinking tea and eating bickies, you know, in the garden when we're 80. Mm. You know, just to have just to have that openness about I'm willing to forgive, even if it burns my bones. <laughs> I'm willing to to reveal myself first because, you know, it's just not worth it. It's not worth closing your heart for. If that's what we're going to talk about, we want open hearts, you know. Yeah. And how beautiful for you too to have that amazing open heart experience of release and acceptance. I love that, yeah. Connie. Yeah, and seeing seeing the teaching and the lesson and understanding. I mean, I really have to own 
I think we all have to own that we are the creator of our reality, you know, and on some level, even though I can't understand the divine orchestration of all of this, I am creating this for my higher good for whatever reason. And that perspective helps me to know that it's either it's making me stronger, it's helping me open my heart, it's helping me practice unconditional love, you know, all those qualities that we just want to be living with day to day. Yeah, I love that. Beautiful. And I love what you were saying about um, right and wrong. You know, this seems to be the theme coming up a lot. And I think it's either with people or with circumstances, I think the the challenge we get into and when resistance comes up is when we Mm. label something as being wrong in general, right? So we're like, something's gone wrong with life here. Like, why isn't life going right? Or something's gone Mm. wrong with my body. Or, you know, um, something's wrong with my bank account. Like, why isn't the money in there? And so I think any time the judgment comes in of labeling something as wrong and we're like, we're right, but the universe is wrong. Like, what's going on here, you know? And we get into this massive space of resistance and we're like fighting with the world. And I think even, you know, what if nothing ever went wrong? What if everything was right? And and I love what Eckhart Tolle says. He's like, accept the present moment as if you had chosen it. So it's almost just like just saying, well, Uh. even though I don't get this, like, I'm just going to own that I've chosen this for whatever reason, so this is right in this moment. Even though I don't like it, it is what is meant to be happening. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we so often become prisoners of our own expectation, and that's the mm-hmm. that's where the tension is. This doesn't fit my box. I created a model over here, universe. This doesn't fit in. Yeah, totally. What's up? <laughs> What's the deal? Like, yeah, oh, I love that. Live every moment as though you had chosen it. Can you imagine the life that we live in? Yeah, people were just like, oh, okay, I was meant to experience this. I mean, yeah, powerful stuff. And we obviously dip in and out of that. Uh, And that's why I'm so stoked to be having conversations like these because I'm all about opening up honest conversations. And the reason I'm passionate about judgment is because I've been doing quite a lot of judging. And it makes Mm -hmm. me really excited to look at that and and sort of tear it apart and dissect it and find the gold underneath it. Yeah. Mm, mm. And just peace. I think that's really the energy it breaks us through to is like there is nothing for you to fight with. There is nothing for you to like resist or stress about. Like, you know, get the beautiful lesson and learning from this challenge and then move on. Stop freaking being at war with yourself or your world. (laughs) Totally. Uh, And that's it. When you are full and when your heart is open, and when you, you've sort of consciously just returning to that curiosity, that childlike wonder, and there's mm-hmm. so much less friction in life. I just think mm-hmm. let's bring back the fun. You and I were having this conversation about judgment. It's fun. We're smiling. It doesn't have to be this heavy, burden, burdensome thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such, that's such a beautiful way to approach it, I think, is that really playful, curious, open-hearted fun energy yeah more of that yeah oh that's so special that's so special (laughs) wow this has been so delicious i've absolutely loved chatting to you about this is there do you feel i'm just sort of thinking into what what i wanted to chat to you about on this topic is there anything that you feel when you were feeling into around the concept of judgment that we haven't touched on that you wanted to open up around this yeah, okay. Just because I mentioned this to my party girls um, mm. last week, because we've spoken about when we're judging others. So 
if I can just leave everyone with this one too, if you ever feel as though you are being judged. Yes, actually, I, I want to talk about that too. Beautiful. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I would just say soften because there's a part of you that you're not accepting. And that, and again, this doesn't this doesn't mean get out your shovel and start digging. Where is this part of me that I can't accept? It's just, <laughs> yeah, one or two things. Either there's part of you that you're not really embracing, or be honest here. Are the people that you're afraid that are judging you? Are you in fact judging them? So, a lot of what we talk about in the Party Girls Guide to Peace is the girls are afraid because you know all these new friends that I used to go out with I'm afraid they're not going to approve of my choices anymore I'm afraid we won't have anything in common I feel like they're judging me and my response to that is let's just take a step back and obviously we don't want to take any of this personally right because we're just looking at this from an observer standpoint but it's like but hang on are you still judging them because they're still partying is this does that come into it as well so just you know, if you feel judged or like eyes are burning into your soul or that people are talking about you behind your back, I would really just center back into your heart space. You know, I love the word anchor. For me, that's like stay true to return. Like who am I? Mm-hmm. And really just become curious. Spend some time in your journal. What am I afraid of here? Like am I, am I trying, am I keeping myself small? Am I afraid of expanding and being authentic or is there anything about these people this community that one person in particular that I'm judging and list those traits out and have a look at that and go okay where's that present within me Mm. I think that's really really powerful yeah I love everything you shared there and I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I feel I get this so much from people that I work with as well it's like they hold themselves back a lot because they're afraid of the judgment of others um, what will people think or what will people say and what I kind of feel around that and I'd be interested to see if this resonates with you as well is we can only fear judgment from another when we perceive inside ourselves there's something to be judged you know if we were in a state of complete unconditional love and acceptance for ourselves Someone could mm-hmm. have their judgment, but it would just bounce right off us. Like it would be irrelevant to us. We we would already have that sense of wholeness and completeness. So it's 100%. like, in order, yeah, in order for us to fear their judgment, we must be already judging ourselves, perceiving that there's something about us that can be judged. Does that kind of, does that make sense? Yeah. And it just circles right back to the start, what we spoke about. Like if I am triggered, then it is a projection. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what I love, it just reminded me then, because you said, even if people are judging me, it's going to slide right off me. And that way, mm. you know, I'm not projecting that. It's not even bloody affecting me. I'm noticing it. Yeah. But it's like water off a duck's back. See you later. It's all good. Mm. Yeah. Just, just yeah. keep a notice to whenever you feel that electrical charge, like, ooh, here I am, I'm being triggered. That's when you know, okay, cool. Where is this? What's going on here? Bring in that yeah. sense of humor. Bring in that curiosity. Where is this in me? Done. Yeah. Done like that. Ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, everybody. Ten seconds and you'll clear of all your judgment. <laughs> Ten seconds. Just release that one big deep breath. Out it goes. That's awesome. Awesome. Ty, this has been such, seriously, a phenomenal conversation. Like, I am, I've just absolutely loved it and I feel like we've really 
dive so deep into so many levels of it because it just plays out in so many ways. And, and I feel like yeah. this will give, will give people so much self-awareness about, you know, through our own examples and through what we've shared of where it's playing out in their life too and how they yeah. can transform yeah. the energy. So thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thanks for just, you know, creating the environment for this type of conversation, babe. It's so important and juicy and I'm really grateful. Thank you. Mm, my pleasure. Now, before you um, head off, I just want to ask you if you want to share uh, with the audience anything that you're working on at the moment, anything you're up to, what we can expect to hear from Tara about over the next few months, you know, feel free to, um, yeah, give a little shout out to anything you're working on at the moment. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so... I've co-written, as you mentioned, two books with my beautiful, with our beautiful friend, Rach McDonald. Um, and they really dive, actually dive into a lot of the stuff we've spoken today, like a lot of the shadow stuff and a lot of the exploring the dark in inverted commas. Um, mm. So if, if that's something that, the, that your peeps want to dive into, go check those out at suchdifferentskies.com. And soon, on the 29th of January, next week, my husband and I are releasing a cookbook. He's, a, he's actually a chef. Mm. So this is just something little on the side and it's been a fun little passion project. Awesome. But yeah, they keep, keep their eyes out for that as well. Awesome, Tara. That's super exciting. Cool. Thanks, babe. Beautiful. Well, thank you so, so much for joining me and I hope you have a beautiful day today and, and I can't wait to connect with you again soon. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.